Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, time to tour the women's game with Alicia Cardabas. Evening, Alicia. How are you? Hey, Alicia. I'm well, guys. How are you? Broski, welcome back. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yes, you. They've, they've all been on sabbatical. There's only the workers left, me and you, Alicia. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we talk about the A-League women, uh, it has been confirmed the opening game of the FIFA Women's World Cup between Australia and Ireland uh, is going to be played at Stadium Australia. That's uh, a no-brainer, really, isn't it? Well, look, it makes sense every angle you look at it, right? I think the only hold-up was, I think, FIFA's window around the state of origin and the amount of time that they needed um, typically to prepare pitches and, and bump in, mm. I think. So... That seems to have been arranged or, um, I guess, suffered, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So we have the success of having this 83,000-seat stadium, which um, I think will go very close to filling, if not filling it entirely, which is extremely exciting for the sport. Absolutely. I guarantee they'll fill it, the Matildas. Uh, And it'll be brilliant. Talking to the Matildas, uh, the squad for the Cup of Nations is going to be announced on Thursday. Uh, That's uh, just been uh, communicated to us in the last uh, couple of hours. Um, Any new names, do you think, for Tony Gustafsson or anybody you'd like to see? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like to see Princess Sabini in that squad for sure. I think she's someone that's performing and she's coming into this sort of latter end of the season where, um, if anything... We can look at the game on the weekend. Uh, she she scored a hat trick, so that's something definitely to be looking at. Um, there's there's a few names in this A League that we've spoken about over the last few weeks that I think Tony could definitely consider. And I think this is the real telling point. This tournament is um, whether he intends on bringing in some last minute um, fresh faces, or if he just intends on solidifying what we've been seeing for really the best part of 12 months. So, um, this will tell the story, I think, for where, where the team is at and where Tony's decision-making is at as well. You mentioned Princess Sabini there and, and the hat-trick she scored in that big, uh, 6-3 win. There are a lot of goals in, in both the A-League men and women this week. With Princess Sabini, uh, the hat-trick she scored, Ante Juric said it was a perfect response to being left out of a combined Sydney <laughs> victory best 11. Do you think she would have had a sneaky peek at that before the game and had a point to prove? Look, it's possible. Ante was fired up, wasn't he? he mm, I think yeah. <laughs> Captain Oli got a serve from out of that one. But look, <laughs> um, I think I think coaches and players see it for sure. I think um, it's it's sometimes gives you that fire in the belly, right, to get out there and prove the pundits wrong. Um, and perhaps that was a factor on the weekend. It was a crazy match, uh, to be fair, and Sydney were, were really, really strong. So I think in in those circumstances, yeah, sure, maybe a bit of fire in the belly from coach and players. But, um, look, whether or not that was a telling point for Princess, I'm not too sure. I think she played really well regardless, so... Alicia, only one win in five now for victory. What's going on with the champions? 
Yeah, they've hit a little bit of a, a snag, I think, at the moment. Um, what I'm seeing in attack is still quite creative. It's just not coming off. So players we've spoken about in the past, uh, Alex Chidiak especially, she's really pushing forward now, starting to be extra creative and bringing a lot of um, her other players around her. But they just can't seem to capitalise um, in the finishing. And I think defensively they're a little bit flat at the moment as well. And I think that'll be a frustration for Jeff Hopkins. And I think it's it's something they'll be looking at very closely as the season starts to to come to that pointy end as well. So mm. better a snag now than I'd say February or March. I think it's a bit easier to, to overcome it in it's, January. It's clearly bled through from the men's team as well. Mm. Um, Western United demolished Canberra 5-0, but uh, th- this was one of the big talking points of the weekend. Uh, and we saw the same with the men's. The game played in searing heat. Uh, two Western players having to have treatment after the game for heat stroke. Um, wh- what can be done, do you think, uh, about the kickoff times? I mean, it, it, the Women's League has been putting up with this for an awful lot longer than the men's. Um, but is is there a solution given our lack of facilities or the fact that we don't own our own stadiums and, you know, TV broadcast requirements, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's a lot of contributing factors to it, right? And I think it's, um, I guess it's it's definitely been around. Like you said, Simon, in the women's game, we're very used to playing at one, two, three o'clock on a, on a Saturday afternoon in the peak of summer. That's quite normal. Um, I think it's fantastic though that there's a tension now on that because it's just, it, it's not feasible. I don't think anymore. I just, from a quality perspective, just touching on victory, I do think there's a, an element of... Um, coping coming out of Melbourne with that heat as well uh, when they do travel I've noticed that in particularly in Sydney and Brisbane when they've been up here it's just a different ball game for, for certain teams but collectively when we start to see issues and we saw it in the men's game on the weekend as well which is is delicate around player welfare um, player safety and things like that things like having uh, players getting treated for heat stroke um there's a bit of a rumour about hospital visits and all sorts of things. It's not okay, and I think we need to be better. How that happens, um, look, many many factors that would need to be considered. Like you say, broadcasting is a huge one as well, and, and how they facilitate that and maintain our exposure uh, to the public. So it definitely needs to be looked at, and I think it's definitely now heading way over towards player welfare Um territory yeah i mean when, when you do have players going out for and, and suffering heat stroke that surely is the, the line in the sand moment where things need to change but look we have seen it in the past and nothing's really changed so we'll see hopefully things do uh, do change in that respect but the western sydney wanderers their revival and, and climb up the ladder continues they beat uh, newcastle one nil um you know they started the season with five straight defeats and have only one loss in their last six what has cat smith changed to you know to spark that turnaround in your opinion i'd love to know broski i'd really love to know uh <laughs> what, what she's done to tweak this it's phenomenal and it's it's fantastic to see i think there's been some additions of of fresh faces we've spoken about serena bolden in the past i think she just she's a player that brings energy but i don't typically pin it on one player being the influence for for a squad I think there's a there's a mindset change um in in the Wanderers change room and I think that confidence is growing now with those types of results like you say one loss in six um you start the season off pretty poorly and you, if you're able to turn it around it's it's a confidence building exercise now and I think that belief is now back in that squad as well so um credit to Kat Smith whatever she has managed 
to do in that dressing room is obviously working and I hope it continues for them. Um, a 35-yard free kick from Michaela Foster, the highlight of uh, an entertaining three-all draw between Brisbane and Wellington, which is probably a goal of the season contender. Uh, and this weekend's top game uh, probably has to be Sydney against Melbourne City. Unfortunately, that's another early kickoff, so let's hope that the temperatures are a bit lower in the Harbour City. Uh, let's move overseas, Alicia, and talk about the Women's FA Cup in England. Chelsea beating Liverpool 3-2, and, well, just another hat-trick, really, for Sam Kerr. She does on a weekly basis, really. Incredible. It's pretty casual, isn't it? Just yeah. another one. Yeah. <laughs> you read about it, you're not even surprised anymore. Yeah. Right? Uh, to be honest, when I looked at that scoreline, I was like, I bet she scored at least two. And three? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, happens so amazing, often. Right? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. She's a freak. Uh, Caitlin Ford also scored in a 9-0 romp for Arsenal against uh, Leeds Ladies. The draw is interesting, though, Alicia. Uh, Chelsea going to play Arsenal in the fifth rounds. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one for obvious reasons. Um, our two girls up front in particular, but then you've got Steph Catley as well involved with Arsenal. So I think that game is is a standout um, for us, but also for the league over there. Um, Caitlin, obviously scoring against Leeds is fantastic. I get concerned when I'm seeing a 9-0 matches though. I much prefer the 3-2 wins like Chelsea versus Liverpool but seems to be a bit of consistency in that too we're seeing some really tight games in the WSL really competitive games and then we've got these big uh, broad uh, gaps between certain teams as well so it's quite difficult I think in some situations to actually measure how well our girls are playing Um, when we're winning 9-0 a little bit different you've got a bit more freedom um, so we expect them to be involved so that matchup between Arsenal and Chelsea will be a really good measure of of where our players are at in particular but also um, for the league over there um, it's a big game. Yep. Uh, by the way, Steph Catley and Dean Bazanis announced their engagements in the last 24 hours. So congratulations to them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Best wishes for their future, for sure. Uh, one final one. Uh, by the way, Emily Gilnick also scored over the weekend. Aston Villa beating Fylde 11-0, which is another bit of a mismatch. Um, one final one, uh, Alicia, uh, talking of the strength of the game, th- this is how well it's going in, in England and in Europe generally at the moment. Arsenal are believed to have tabled a world record transfer bid for Alicia Russo from Manchester United in excess of the current £400,000 mark. And, of course, they need a striker because Beth Mead and Vivian Miedemar are both out at the moment. Yeah, look, I'm a huge fan of Alessia Rosso. I think she's a fantastic, fantastic addition to any team. What she did in the Euros was sublime for England. Um, And if this is where we're at and we're talking transfer records, then I'm all for it. I think it's it's fantastic. And if this leads the way for for future trades, so be it. It'll be interesting what Sammy sells for in the future. If Alessia is that, <laughs> that's she's setting the pace over there. I think it'd be very interesting to see what Chelsea are then able to achieve down the track with wow. players like Sam, Arsenal, uh, with Caitlin and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting time for women's sport and the amount of money that's, I guess, being invested in certain areas um, around the world. It's great to see. So I, I applaud it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, if Sam Kerr does move, I don't think it'll be an A-League women's team that will be paying that fee. I don't think they can no. afford that money at the moment, which is unfortunate. Hey, Alicia, we're going to leave it there for tonight. But uh, as ever, thanks so much, and we'll uh, speak to you next week. Fab, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. That's uh, Alicia Carnavas uh, with our Women's Roundup. Off to another quick break on the other side of it. We'll have uh, a bit of a Euro update and uh, how some of our Socceroos are doing overseas as well.